going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Major Keys Podcast, talking to keyboard players about life and music and everything in between. Today we have a special guest, Miss Kennedy Avery. Yo, yo. <laughs> Studio audience. Woo. Yeah. What goes on? How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Feeling good. Stuff is picking up because it's getting warmer out. So that feels is it good. getting warmer? It's not really getting it's, warmer, but it, you know, there's like a little rut that happens, like right after Christmas, and things are kind of just like slow. And I feel like there's some perspective things happening that yeah. I'm that I'm ready. I'm just ready to like, cause this is like my first year being a full time musician. Dope. So okay, yeah. I'm just like the full calendar year. I started. I graduated in May, so I caught the second half of the year. That was crazy, you know, summertime okay. after yeah. like June, July, there's stuff going on all the time. Mm -hmm. Then it got a little slow around November ish, December, it picks up for the holidays. So I'm just starting to see like what Gig the miss yeah, what gig. It. Okay, I like that. I like that. I didn't make that up. I think Taryn Newborn, she's a singer. I heard her call it gig miss. I like that. Gig miss, yeah. Get that, get that holiday pay. And Man. then uh, corporate party every week. Someone's bro, holiday party, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. So this is like my first year that I'm just seeing what it is like year in and out to be yeah. a full time gigging musician. It's been a roller coaster. Nice. <laughs> it's, it's up and down. But yeah, January is definitely like, eh, you know, you can work on something at home. <laughs> yeah, <that time>. it's <laughs> like, exactly. It's like, it, yeah. uh, I mean, like every now and then there's something. But January and like half of February ish is kind of like, hmm. Well, yeah, you know, and I was warned about right. Not read a book. <laughs> I was warned about this. I, I remember uh, Justice was telling me about it um, when I was still in school. Like, hey, it gets kind of slow during during uh, the winter time and everything. So just be ready for that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, right, whatever. But yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, gets. Bro, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. He's like, I'm Kennedy Avery. Yeah, not okay. like that. What, I, not what, like whatever, that. But it's whatever. like really how like this is Atlanta from the standpoint of there's always something going on. There can't yeah. not be a place for me to play. Right. And then, lo and behold, <laughs> there's, there's it gets a, a little quiet. Bro, it, it was like... <laughs> it gets a little it'd be, quiet. Like, January, I'm like, hey, y'all hey, y'all know I still play, right? Right. You know, I'm still, you know I, my number is still the same. I'm, You know, I'm available. You That's know, the thing, though. I was actually... I had this thought the other day. It's like, so many people are have my phone number now. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> like, when you get people's phone numbers for gigs and everything, you referrals and all that. Yeah. And then, like, you get random numbers, people texting you or calling you, and you're like, who is this? And it just gets so far gone. Like, I wonder, are we supposed to have two phones or two numbers, like a WhatsApp? Man, that's a that's an interesting problem <laughs> to have. I don't have that. You know, people don't just hit your line. Like, I mean, people do, but usually it's prefaced with, hey, I got your number from so-and-so. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even those people, like, do you think that as musicians, like, we should have a separate line for, no? no? Just like I feel like we already do too much on our phone. I feel like the, to have another one to take Maybe not of, another phone, but, like, just another number, like, domain. Nah. To take business stuff, because I just feel like there's a whole bunch of unsaved numbers in my phone. See now, here's here's the thing. I'm great with saving people's numbers. Oh, even well. if, even if I may never talk. Now, mind you, I'll go through my contacts, and I was like, I do not know who. This yeah, person delete, is. delete, delete. But like, <laughs> usually when I get their number, I'm like, Hey, what's your first and last name? Like, what's your first and last? Name? So I can save the contact. I'm not good at that because I don't have 
I don't like having unsaved numbers. I, everybody in my phone is first name, last name. Well, that's good. I need to get on that. Then that must be the issue because, like, it just feels so disorganized. And it's like, who are these people? <laughs> I, I I think that's more of a you need to save contacts in your phone. Save contacts. Sort of, pro sort Fair of problem. Enough. But also a good idea. I did this like last year, saving musicians' numbers and putting on their company like what music, what instrument, what they instrument? play. Yeah. Because people be like, oh, do you know any bass players? And I'm like, I can think of two people. But like I looked at how many bass players I know, I know way more than. Wait, two you can players. search. Can you search in the contacts exactly. by the company? Exactly. So like, hey, who's uh like they'll ask me for the uh like, hey, do you know any, like if I can't play the gig, depending mm -hmm. on the type of gig, I'll type in keys, and I'll be like, oh, if it's depending on the sort of gig situation is like I'll send them usually three names. Mm -hmm. The three names depends on the gig situation and that sort of yeah vibe yeah. So yeah, I didn't know that. So yeah, it, it's, it it helps. It helps a lot, especially like if you're thinking about who to hire for your gig. It's like mm -hmm. I mean, like I, we all have our go-to people, right? But if it ends up going past your go-to people, like who do I? Actually you need who know? do you actually know? Who do I actually yeah, know? Like, and you draw a blank. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That happens to me a lot, especially for like rhythm section. Rhythm section is usually pretty easy, but like the horn players always seem to escape me. Yeah. A lot of the times, like, people look for, like, I just need a lead. I'm like, okay, well, I know, like, two saxophone players. <laughs> yeah. But really, I don't. Like, I do actually you know. know. Yeah, few, so, yeah. A few. But you just, on the spot, like, you don't think of those people. And then it's like, dang, what have I been doing? <laughs> right, right, right. But I, I totally get yeah. that. Yeah. So, Kennedy, how did you get started in music? Like, or how did you get started playing was it like a musical family sort of situation? Was it just like mm -hmm. so? So give me give me that rundown. <laughs> give me that rundown. So I, well, let me just start this by saying that nobody in my immediate family has a musical bone, hair follicle on their body, right? None. None whatsoever. Like zero. Um, so it's always just so funny when people mm -hmm. ask about that, or when I get to meet people like the yeah. Michaels that have just yeah. You know, like generations of people in their family that are just like dope musicians, the Davises, Phil and Xavier. Mm -hmm. So it's like I didn't really get that, but it's still it's it's fun to me because I feel like it helps me be, be a better teacher because I'm always having to explain stuff. Like before mm, I can even okay. tell a story about what happened at the gig, I have to explain what a key signature is. Oh, wow. So I have like... to go through that, then explain to them why this person was off key or why we, mod you know? Right. I, so I okay, feel like, yeah. yeah, it's that kind of actually like helped me just be able to articulate music in a better way because my, my family has no clue what I'm talking about half the time. But I am self-taught. I started playing at the age of like nine, eight mm -hmm. or nine. Um, it was actually a really funny story. I was down here because I'm from Chicago originally, okay. but I have got my godparents and my um, my mom's sister stays down here. So I would spend summers at a time in Atlanta. Okay. They live on the south side. And um, one particular summer, I was at my godparents' house and they had this baby grand, not a baby grand, an upright. Mm -hmm. I was just messing around and I was just so determined to make it sound good because mm -hmm. I'm like, I know what good sounds like. I just want to be able to do that for yeah. myself. And it was just like this gnawing feeling like I want it to sound good. So I mm -hmm. spent like a whole week when we were down here um, just before I knew it shedding, really just yeah, like yeah. messing around, trying to figure out like harmonies and all that kind of stuff. And my parents kind of picked up on what I was doing. So then once I got back home the next maybe within a week or two, there was a keyboard on the front door. 
front porch oh, that my oh dad my had shipped. Like he he he, he bought saw, it. Like, the interest he saw he the like, interest. Oh, wow. Yeah, it wasn't even like, Dad, I want to play keys. He was like, Nah, I got to do something about that immediately. So he just bought it. It was like a Yamaha. It was like a super. Like one of those Yamaha keyboards you get from like Walmart. I get it. The ones I had, with that's the, what I started that on. with the light up keys that like oh, show you show you like the tutorial or how to play or whatever. Yeah. They have those like learn and play sing along songs. Yeah, yeah okay. that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. He said he he got one shipped to the house and I I caught it coming home from school, and so at the time like he didn't know if it was gonna be well he kind of knew it was me but it was kind of more mm-hmm. like because I have two sisters he was like somebody is gonna learn this instrument (laughs) and he made the joke uh when i talked to him on the phone he was like i want one of y'all to learn a song by the time i get back from work it was like three o'clock he gets home at five so oh wow yeah grade school age people like kids with no prior knowledge of music whatsoever somebody needs to learn a song by the time i get like total joe jackson but he was being you know sarcastic yeah i took it personally (laughs) like like, personally like like invigorated all right all right right, like okay let's see so i did i learned it was i think it was rocket by herbie hank like it was the oh just the line oh that's not that's not rocket what is uh shoot what's the name of that off the beverly hills cop yeah i know what you're talking about what yeah it's not herbie though uh but whatever that that little thing is off of the beverly hills cop movie i learned that and then i learned human nature there are people who don't play that right now really well, that's unfortunate you know it's, it's i mean like it's kind of like like in the middle like you know does it go <laughs> back to the oh yeah it does, does go, get a little yeah so yeah it's it's a little hey but don't quote me on it i probably messed it up no but no that's valid though because now that i'm thinking about it it goes you kind of so it's like it's the re- yeah. like the resolution has to be in the right spot. Right. But yeah, I did. I don't think I played it right. Okay. <laughs> but what? But did it sound like? Oh, this yeah, is what you're people trying to knew. Do. Like, oh, that's that's a. Uh, it's one of those. Yeah. Right there. Shout out Michael. <laughs> right. Yeah, shout out yeah. to MJ. I'm huge. This is like the MJ household. I am an MJ super fan. I'm an, I'm I'm an MJ person too. Like I think it was either did you was it MJ or Prince like for people right. and it was for my. Fan. It was it was Michael for my family. My, so. so it's interesting because my parents are super duper duper Prince fans, but my dad growing up we always listened more to Michael. I think it was just more palatable as a kid. Probably mm-hmm. like there's not too many Prince songs that I would just the now the Musicology record we played that to death in my okay. house, but. I just remember specifically as a little kid, my, my dad would put on the Invincible. You know, remember we had like the the six track CD, like the six. Oh CD yeah, disc like the player. stereo and like you could yeah. just have six in them at a, at a six time. Six at a time, just pop all those bad boys in at wow. once. Wow. And, and you just like you know, like uh, he would put it on three. for nap time, like when it's time for us to take a nap as kids. He would put huh. on Michael. So like for a minute, it took me a while to be able to listen to him and not feel sleepy because <laughs> it was like You're it was like, like oh, <laughs> conditioning oh, right it's about that it's time, about that time. <laughs> this, this, i'm feeling kind of sleepy that is... but yeah that was a real thing for a minute and then i got over that quick you know i don't know if i'm gonna let that go i'm like hey <laughs> <laughs> the invincible record like when, just we're at, when we're at a jam session hey they're playing hey, i can't help it hey, are, you, you, are, you, <laughs> are you good you are we gonna to... shut it down for the night <laughs> uh but yeah, so so like the Invincible record specifically, I remember like we played that nonstop, and so it was only natural that the first song that I learned officially on keys would be a Michael song. And it was two thousand nine. It was right 
after he passed. Ah, uh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so he's, he passed that summer, and this was probably, like, June or, or I'm sorry, like, August, September, beginning of the school year. Mm-hmm. So I was all on a, on a Michael kick, because weren't we all? We were mourning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were mourning. And then from there, uh, yeah, I just kept playing. I would come home from school every day and just mess around on keys, not, not trying to learn anything in particular. Like, I didn't have any goal in mind. I just knew I wanted to sound good. And wow. so I... I didn't take it quite as seriously. Uh, like I had it, and then I would mess around for a little bit, and then it would be like three or four years before I revisited again. Because once I got to middle school, I started playing. I was in the band, and I was a percussionist. Okay. So in school, all throughout grade school and high school, I was on drums. Mm, um, like snare or like toms or just all, everything. Did they make you do yeah. All, so everything? you know, okay. like symphonic band, I was playing the. Never you band. never did any of that stuff. So in the symphonic band, I was playing xylophone mm. or I was playing bass, snare. Um, I was in the marching band for a hot second as a uh, marimba player. Okay, marimba player, and then um, in the jazz band, I was on kit, but I never played keys because I couldn't read the music. Gotcha. Like, I never really fully learned how to read piano sheet music. I can now, but yeah. it's like, if I play at a collegiate level, let's say, my reading is like at a third, fourth grade level, mm-hmm. which, you know, is how so many of us grow up. Because I also grew up in the church, playing in church, too. Okay, got you. Yeah, so a lot of, you know, my ear is crazy, crazy, crazy far ahead of what my brain and my eyes can process. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really play keys seriously until I got into high school because then my band teacher i would be messing around on keys and then my band teacher kind of moved me into piano he's like i really think you can do something with this so in the jazz band i was playing keys but i was always hiding behind the band like Mm -hmm. i couldn't comp i couldn't solo i was just there to say i was there really i couldn't read the music so after a while um we got a new band director my I went through like three different band directors in high school, which is crazy. That's why I have trust issues. Turnover rate. It's not, <laughs> not the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like I was playing percussion in symphonic band, okay. piano and drums in the jazz band. Okay. So I, I had never all knew this you played stuff. Drums. Do you still mm-hmm. play drums? Like, no. Okay. Justice won't let me let me put it like Justice does not let me get on the kit at Havana. <laughs> That's <laughs> Is it because is it because he's just being justice or like? No, I'm bad? actually bad. Oh, he's like, okay, he's like, you got to be good. You got to be good. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, prob- I, I can respect that. I can, I can keep, I can hold a groove. Okay. So okay. like, I just saw a, a memory of me playing drums at my church at home two years ago. And it was all right. You know, I had a little pocket, but it not, nothing it crazy. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> got you. So, but it was enough. And I, oh, I should also mention that I grew up in a completely, predominantly white school. So. Ah. Any kind of rhythm that I thought maybe that I might have had was going to sound good because there just wasn't a whole lot of that going on around me. So any same thing like when I was in track, too. Everybody thought it was super fast. (laughs) (laughs) But once I got we went to the state finals and we got we got some of those kids from like Chicago, Chicago, like inner city. And we started running. We didn't stand a chance. I didn't stand a chance. But it just looks like that because that's, you know. The environment, the bar is is really low. So 
my final band director, Mr. Heil, shout out to Mr. Heil, because he was like really the guy that kind of pushed me. He was like, you need to stop hiding. You're actually good on keys. Just do it. So he started giving me solos, stuff to do. I had no theory behind it. This is, once again, still all just my ear, mm-hmm. knowing what I think sounds good. So eventually you're going to hit a wall with that. Yeah. He recommends me an improv teacher that is 45 minutes away from my house, mm-hmm. charges like $80 a lesson every week. And so after mm. church, every Sunday, my dad would take me over there in this guy's house and he would show me a whole bunch of stuff. And that was probably for like, I think I was seeing him for like two years. Okay. Jazz improv stuff. Um, I almost quit because once I s- realized like the severity of the situation that is jazz piano, it was really intimidating. <laughs> and I felt a- so far behind. Yeah. Like, how am I ever going to be anything? Because I'm 17 at this point. I'm like, bro, I I should have started at like six. Like, really? How? I, I like I didn't get it. But, you know, I pushed through it. He didn't let me quit. Um, That's good. Yeah, he didn't That's let good. me because he just saw he saw the potential. He's also the person that brought me out of my shell to sing. I was never singing out in front. I was never in choir or anything like that. Oh, wow. But my band teacher, the first song that I sang like out really in public was uh, My Funny Valentine. With, okay. With the jazz band. He found Did you a, play at the same time, too, or you just sang? I just sang. I just sang. This is in high school. This was in high school. Okay. This was like my junior year, junior, mm-hmm. senior year. Um, I'm lying. I take that back. That was not the first time I sang. I okay. used to do the variety shows, too. In middle school, they do have oh, like, like talent, talent shows. shows. Okay, yeah, yeah, I used to do the talent shows. The first song I ever sang and played in public <laughs> was Take a Bow by Rihanna. But you put on quite a show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like 12, mm-hmm. 11 or and 12. And you played it? Or I you... played it. Okay. Was it like you were playing? So Wendy's like, these chords are like just super... Super big. I don't or think I ever it? was playing one, more than one note at a time. Like the arrangement itself was dun, 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 like root, uh, 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 root. Oh wow! Uh, okay. Uh, uh, like, <laughs> did <laughs> you win? They ate it up. They loved it. Did you win? It wasn't like a win or lose type thing. It was just a variety What's show. It wasn't a talent. Like, oh, it wasn't oh, a, okay. It was a competition. All right, got you, it was got just you. here. Are the kids. This is what they can do. People doing like the cup song. You know. Oh, okay. Somebody did taekwondo. Was breaking boards. It was like whatever you. Could oh, do. okay. All right. So it ain't like. A yeah, real... it wasn't. But once I got to high school, we did have a battle of the bands, and mm-hmm. my battle of the bands, my senior year, I was pairing up with this girl, and we were gonna sing and play together. She got sick the day of the thing. And so I had to change my entire set because it was all duets. And so I ended up like at the very last possible minute, I had to send new tracks to the guy and I did the whole thing by myself and end up getting second place. Hey, second's all right. I would do, I've done a couple of talent shows when I was like between nine and like 11. Mm -hmm. And I. Do you play classical? That's what I'm. Yeah. Oh, so you I would do. Play okay. Like, well, I, I I did play classical. You did. Do not ask me to do any. <laughs> I feel. Like I that. learned. Um, what did you play for your side? You learned Revolutionary. Yes, the Chopin. I learned oh, that. Oh, you did. That. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it I so knew, fun? I knew. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I love. But that. Once you get it, it's like I can't bro, stop playing it. Once you get it, it's like, hey, bro, like you watch this. Right. You can't tell <laughs> me nothing. That's how I felt about God of Match too. Once I learned that, Ooh, it was over. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like y'all can't I, tell me. I know this song. <laughs> Got you. But <laughs> I, uh, no, I learned, rep- or I went, like, going into ninth grade. That's when I had it done. But, um, no, but at these competitions, like, my song was Waltz in D flat mm. major. So, like, I would be playing, and I'm, like, 
bro, like I'm like listen to what I'm playing. Like obviously, obviously that's the best. <laughs> yeah, y'all can like yeah you can sing. <laughs> but like there was in I guess in Middle Georgia a lot of like cloggers like it's not tap dancing mm. but it's a it's a it's a type of tap dancing cloggers. and those were the people who would win who would win who would win so like there are multiple times i didn't even like place now mind you there are a couple of times there are other people i'm like yo this is this, this is pretty good okay, yeah this all is right good. all right like, but like <laughs> yeah i'm like that's that's what y'all like it's really Honestly, like yeah but i'm like bro yeah. like i'm they don't I'm the, know. I'm the in, in my bro, mind. I'm, in my mind, I'm like, bro. I'm like the fast. Like I'm playing so fast. I'm ten years old. Like, yeah. Yo, like, come on. Come on, bro. <laughs> you gotta give me some. Now, but the clogs, now, bro. Like you can't I, deny. So, I guess so. But <laughs> the there was one. But the there clog. was. But there was one talent show. It was like outside, and they got a upright piano for me specifically. Nice. And so that was like cool. I got third place nice. in that. Fifty dollars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I won a fifty dollar Guitar Center gift card for the second place. Got you. <laughs> I did do a, I was in, I took classical lessons for like a hot minute when I was like 10 or 11 at this mm -hmm. local spot. And she put me in a solo and ensemble contest where I did do like a Beethoven and I was doing four Elise and I tried to learn the revolutionary when I was like 10. I don't know what I was thinking. I just, you know, cause at that That's point. That's ambitious, bro. It's very ambitious. It's kind of like toddlers, how they're not afraid of things. That's why you put them in, in gymnastics. So it's like, yeah. it's just notes on a page. Like just play the notes. That's what that was my mentality, yeah. and then you know, eight years later, I'm doing it for my college recital. It was like a really cool full circle moment because I did not think I was even gonna get half as far as I did. But yeah, classical, you gotta you gotta really have a special kind of. <laughs> that's a heart, man. That's a I. That's uh, <clears throat> y'all got it. Yeah, y'all got it. Because I was when I was in school, because I, I didn't do classical music in school. Like, okay, I, I was a jazz performance major. Got and you. I'm like, yeah, once was I was rough. done, I'm, once I was done playing classical, I'm like, I'm good. Now, there are a couple of times. Let me see if I still got it. Let me no, see. Yeah, it, no. you got it. You can't just pull up revolutionary you and you can't just pull up walls and like that sort of stuff. You can't. Yeah. And there's this stuff like I don't even remember mm -hmm. how to play. Like, you know, sometimes muscle memory will kick in, but it's like. A lot of that stuff can get so bizarre, especially when you start talking about romantic style things like the Chopin. Like I did a mm -hmm. um, a nocturne, another a Chopin nocturne in that recital, too, that is does some really weird stuff harmonically that you would just never mm -hmm. think to your mind would not fill those blanks in unless you knew this is how the piece goes. There's no two yeah. five two five. It's just weird, mm -hmm. like weird stuff. So I, I commend anybody that that plays classical because I almost dropped out. <laughs> Yeah. I almost so, dropped out. Okay, so we're all right, so we're here. So So now we're here. Um well we're not here, but not we're not yet. We're at Yeah. So wait, wait. We're not here today. We're all right, so high school you're playing. High school okay, so, I'm playing keys and yeah. I'm playing piano and drums the first half of high school in jazz band and I'm still a percussionist in the symphonic band. Um then once I get more into the improv stuff, I basically dropped symphonic completely. I was mm -hmm. still in it just to say I was doing it because they just needed more bodies in the room. Mm -hmm. Um and I hopped on a bass clarinet for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that didn't work. I almost passed out. Uh so I can't do horn instruments. But yeah, so then it just like more and more piano be start started to become my my niche. I just got really serious about it because my teacher was so adamant about me playing it well. And also in the midst of this, I'm starting to produce and write. Okay. I yeah. started doing that when I was like 14. 
I went to an Alicia Keys concert and changed my life. So I was gotcha. like, I need to do this. Thank you. Really? We'll, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, so, what, so going to college for music. I like, originally, oh, so when was it like I'm gonna do music full time? Yeah. I'm gonna go to college. I'm gonna. So when I first got to Clark, I was a biology major for three days. <laughs> I, <laughs> you sound like my my granddad was a chemistry major. He was like that lasted a full maybe a month. It was or maybe a semester, yeah. but he was a chemistry major at first, and he was like, nah. So you come so, from a family of musicians. No, oh. no, but my, no, but but I just remember my granddad was like, I was a chemistry major at first, and he was like, bro, that went my butt. Yeah, that did not last long. It did. So you're last. a bi biology major for and it was for actually a whole three days. Yeah, you didn't even get to the end of the week. It was actually the chemistry class that took me out because the biology part was actually pretty cool. It was syllabus week, and I was just getting a feel for what it all, what all we were going to be doing. And then I got to that chemistry class, and I was like, no, absolutely not. And because I I went in to Clark with the intention of minoring in music okay. and majoring, but just the sheer proximity of the music department being like a mile off campus, there like logistically I couldn't even be in two places at once, even mm -hmm. if I wanted to be. So, um, but I went to the music department on the third day just to see if I could be a music minor. Mm -hmm. And I came into contact with um, Risha um, and Phil, Phil Davis. Okay. And I said, I think I want to be a music minor. I just want to know what does that look like? What do I got to do? Um, he was like, okay, so what, what instrument do you play? I said, I play keys. He was like, all right, so play something right now. I was not prepared to do that because mm -hmm. I was just looking for some answers, some info, like can you, something I can sign. What? He was like, no, you should play something right now. He put mm -hmm. me on the spot. And so I did. I played um, Anytime, Place" by Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. And he was like poetic justice for, the, <laughs> by Kendrick, for people who don't know the song. Oh <laughs> man, are we are we at that point now? Uh, who people knows? don't know. I'm just like I just in case I knew. Well, I knew poetic justice first. I didn't really grow up on. It was Michael Jackson. Not I Janet, understand. Not, yeah, not Jermaine. I, Michael. Jackson. <laughs> he said not Jermaine. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not Tito. Not T Jermaine has two uh, self-titled albums. Really? Jermaine, yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> he has two albums. They either call it Jermaine or like Jermaine Jackson, Jermaine but there's two of them. But like they're ten years apart. That's hilarious. Well, actually, I think Janet does too. She's got Janet Jackson. That was like her debut record, and then she did Janet that has Anytime Any Place on it. Really? So she did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But for me, it was like Michael. I grew up on Michael, and then yeah. my dad has um. He's a my dad's not a musician, but he's a huge music junkie. So think of a wall. That's, that's my dad. Like this this length or so. Yeah. Five or six shelves, all filled with CDs, probably over a thousand. Your dad and CDs. I will get along, and they're all in alphabetical order. Then on this wall, it's the same situation, but DVDs. Wow. So he's like just a media, a media guy. Um, but anyway, I played anytime, any place for Phil. He sits down. He's like showing me reharms immediately. Like he didn't tell me I was good. He was just like, you could do it like this, and yeah, it sounded yeah. so good. I never heard anything like that in my life because mm -hmm. it's Phil Davis, and. Um, we get finished and he's like, I think you are, there's no reason why you shouldn't be a music major. Like mm -hmm. you need to change your major. And he mm -hmm. was very stern about it. He was like, listen, change it now. And that was like, that was it. So I was like, well, a, this guy yeah, has I'm a, a Grammy. Yeah. I guess I'm a music major now. So I changed my major and then the rest is history. So it, it, initially I was, I went in with a double concentration in um, jazz studies and commercial composition, which is production. Mm -hmm. um, ended up not really caring for the jazz program, so then I switched to 
piano studies, which is classical. Mm-hmm. And so then that's how I ended up doing that. Still kind of doing, so I stopped doing jazz for a little minute because I was just mm-hmm. focusing on the classical thing. And then once I was able, I was old enough to like get out and get around the scene. And then I started getting back into jazz just on my own, but I never really went back to learning. Like I never had a teacher after that. So now we're here. Wow. Yeah. And there you go. And that's, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, wait, wait, wait! I should, yeah, wait. I I should mention that I played guitar for for a little bit. That was my first first instrument when I was like six. I had a little first set guitar. Okay. And ever since, I've always kept a guitar, mm-hmm. thinking I'm gonna learn and never do because it just hurts. <laughs> I thought that I wanted to learn guitar first. Yeah. But my dad put me in. He was like, "No, you're gonna learn piano first. And so I was put into piano lessons. He was a smart man. Yeah. I, I would I would have to agree. I think everybody should learn piano to a certain degree. Like, I feel like your If you're going to do music. If you're, you're going to do, do music. music. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you're going to be a musician, you need to have a working knowledge of the piano. It, get, it definitely helps because for you can tell the difference, like, of doing gigs with people that have some sort of training besides, oh, I'm just good at singing. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell. Mm-hmm. And it, one is better than the other. Yeah. But one's not necessarily bad. The other one isn't necessarily bad. But it's just like, okay, like, you know, like, your keys of songs, you know, oh, okay, no, drop it down a whole step. Like, even yeah. if you don't know the key, I was like, hey, that's, drop it down a whole step. I you're can, like, I you can know work with that. You, yeah. you know you're, t- like, you know, it, it. you can just communicate a little bit better. Right. But yeah, he put me in piano lessons, and I was like, okay. But I was five years old. Five. And so I was just kind of doing it. Um, I didn't necessarily like it or not like it. But there was a point in time that my piano teacher almost like let me go mm. because I wasn't getting it. Dang. So he, t- I think it was the story is like after a lesson or something one day, he goes up to my mom. He's like, hey, you need to just save your money. Just Wow. But- I don't know what kept them to keep me in it. Because this wasn't like a, oh, I want to play piano. I just looked up one day and I was like in piano. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, you have to practice, you know, at least 15, 20, something. Like, yeah, you got something. You, you, you've got to practice it. And like they were telling me to practice. And so I would do that. And so, yeah. So that's how that happened. Wow. So I might have. That's a really good like underdog story. I really like that. Because I was kind of the same way. My piano teacher, my professor in <clears throat> college, excuse me, he was getting ready to tell me to change my major. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so from from classical, he was like, you don't need this class. Like, you know this is not what you want to do. Um, you just should go ahead and hang it up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, you know, me, that was just all the more reason why I needed to do it. Because what do you mean? Like, what you're telling me? You're very me, much like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah, I had to. I had to. And even Have after. Have you talked to him since then? No, but you know what's funny is that he retired uh-huh. right before my senior year. So I'd had this teacher for three years, and then after the pandemic hit, he was like, you know what? I actually don't want to come back. <laughs> like, Baby, I'm done. <laughs> so so he, he, he quit, mm-hmm. and that left me high and dry because we're working on – I'm already working on my senior recital stuff at and this like, point. Yeah. And it's like this is the crunch time, you know, where I really need your guidance to get me through and make this sound as good as possible. Because up until that point, I'm learning music and we're doing stuff, but it's mm-hmm. like, all right, this is it now. And mind um, you, you're doing that and your commercial and commercial music comp, stuff yeah, at the same time. At the same time, and it was rough. And this is a double recital. Yes. 
which was dope because I was there. It was, Thank it you. Was, it was, an, it it was, was so much show. fun. It was a dope. It was so fun. Yeah. I got to go back and watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Like, not since I did the edits and, and everything. Like May? Yeah, April. Oh, yeah, yeah. End of April. It's almost been a year, which is so that crazy. Was April? Yeah, April 22nd. Goodness. Time flies, man. Whether you're having fun or not. Whether you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it, I just looked up and, like, man, I'm almost a year post grad. I still feel like a college kid. Like, I don't feel like an adult. I'm not adulting. Yeah. Like, what is that? I'm going to be 23 on Sunday, and I just feel like I'm still, like, 13. Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. But, yeah, he was the guy that was like, you know what? You, I don't think this is right for you. You're jazz. Like, I was playing the classical music. I was approaching it mm -hmm. like a jazz player, like a gospel player, because that's my blood. Mm -hmm. um, and I think he was just tired of my I was like, can you just lighten up? Like, you're like, playing everything so hard and so mm -hmm. percussive, and it's all, it's that's not like that. Like, that's just, so interesting. We spent, so when I got my new teacher, Dr. Who, my senior year, and shout out to him, because he really got me to the end, and he just got thrown into that. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's not easy. Um, but when I first met him and we started doing my lessons, he spent an entire lesson for me explaining how I'm supposed to touch a key. He was like, "Don't use this part of your thumb. Yeah, use you gotta this curl. You, you gotta, gotta curve it. It's a, it's a, it's it's a, that's a thing. The touching thing. It was you gotta sit at the edge of the bench, bro. It's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole. And thing. I'm self taught, so I don't have any technique. When I get to school, like my teachers hate me because I have none of the technique I'm supposed to have. I play. The execution is just so terrible, but it sounds good. That's all I know. Yeah, it just sounds good. And so I, I spent the the whole first year and a half just basically relearning everything that I had taught myself, which was all wrong Man, about technique. That's so interesting. But yeah. uh but yeah, I get the whole yeah, you're playing it right, but you're not playing like when I would oh like Tyrone would be like Tyrone Jackson, mm -hmm. my instructor from Kennesaw State, for people who don't know. Yeah. Um like yeah, you sound good. Uh you're playing too gospely. You mm -hmm. too like you like this isn't like this isn't gospel, this isn't R and B. But then when I'd play, I, I'm still in this limbo. Like, like if I play gospel, it might be too jazzy sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then, like, if I play, if I'm playing jazz, oh, you've got that gospel thing. Mm -hmm. And then if I'm playing R&B, like, you know, R&B and gospel are very, very same. synonymous. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's just, you know. You can tell. You can always tell when somebody grew up in the church when they play. Yeah. You can always tell. But I didn't grow up playing in church. I had to take I took you, I took lessons from my music. Oh, so like my my main main piano. I I've had four piano teachers. Okay, like four people that I still call mentors and like that I still call my teacher. Okay, but like I took lessons from my music minister, uh, my the music minister of music minister of music, who is at my church because I was like my mom came up to me like you can play in the like looking at the youth choir you can do that mm -hmm. and I was like oh. Yeah, so he <laughs> taught me like so. I took lessons from him every Monday, and so just that's for gospel, how I for for gospel music, and he would teach I me would how to play. I would love that. I I need it now. Yeah, I need to go back to him now. Yeah, like because I was doing that when I was eleven. So like I did okay. that eleven up until like twelve and a half, thirteen. Okay, before he before he went to another church. Got you. But that got me started. Yeah, I would church. love some gospel piano lessons. Like that would really just get. I feel like that would just really get me right, because. I feel like if you can play gospel, you really much, pretty much are not classical. I put in its own category, but if you can play gospel effectively, 
then you will probably be straight for every other genre. I feel this. I feel that way, but I feel that about jazz. About jazz, jazz. I, feel too. That, I was yeah. like, I was like, if you can navigate jazz, I think navigating everything yeah. else is not. You're right. You're right. Not, I feel like you can navigate everything else is not as difficult. You're right. Yeah, I would put jazz then gospel because gospel you don't need as much of the. Well, I still think you need dexterity because some of that stuff gets fast, like that that the shouts, the, the lines, and yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Dun, 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 like all yeah, that yeah. stuff, yeah, but. Either way, like they're both like extremely respectable. I just feel like classical, you put that over here. And it's really, it's really like I don't know a lot of people that play classical really, really well and jazz really, really well. Really, really well. It's usually one or the other. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you can do a little bit of jazz, but oh, but your classical chops are good and then vice versa. Exactly. I get exactly. That. And I was I felt like I was determined in school that I was going to be that person. But you really don't know how much time that takes. Right. Like I had no social life in school. So even trying to get after it and not get it, it's like we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And mm -hmm. I just wonder, like, how is it that there's those people that just like y'all got an extra hour in the day to like do this to shed? Like, I don't I don't understand. Because yeah. it's like there's there's gonna be a cap. I feel like with time, just mm -hmm. sheer time. You have to you have to eat. You have to go to sleep. You have you gotta, to. You gotta live life. Live, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because you know, say like you're doing all this time practicing, but like you don't know anybody else. You don't know. It's anyone. just a whole. It's you know balance and time is is never gonna be perfected, and no one's ever gonna get it yeah. right. And it's not a one size fits all right sort of situation right so i feel like and i feel like you going out and living life influences your playing mm -hmm. if you spend all day in the practice room you might sound good just like on paper but you don't have any soul you yeah. know there's no personality no, no feeling. Yeah, yeah yeah that's just something that phil told me the other day he was like you've never been through anything which is why when you play like if you were to play blues i would know that you haven't been through anything because there's you have right. to have those experiences to inform your playing which I think is like a hundred percent real. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Yeah, that's my that's my spiel, I guess. In a nutshell. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was a good episode. I'm just no, no, no. This one. Thanks for having me. Uh, but uh, so Alicia Keys was that your first concert? Yes. Oh okay. So good. So what era Alicia Keys is this? This is Girl on Fire, Alicia Keys. Oh, okay. I was thirteen, but I had been we've been bumping Alicia Keys since. Songs in a minor, Alicia Keys. Okay. You feel me? So that stuff was in the car when I was in a car seat. I remember so distinctly. So it was, I think it was the perfect way. It was like my, I think it was my older sister's birthday and my mom took us all to see her. Um, and it was just so freaking good. Like she's yeah. so talented. And I was yeah. like, you know what? And I was already playing at that point. Mm -hmm. Cause I, like I said, I was 13. So I was getting into middle school, feeling a little bit more confident about my ability and playing and all that. And so to see her, a woman, playing keys, singing and singing and yeah. singing. I had the worst like post-concert depression after that. Cause I'm like, mm -hmm. this is just blown my mind. Mm -hmm. And so after that day, I did like a whole bunch of like research. I was like, I need to know how did she get to this point? Yeah. So I just, I studied her entire career, watched interviews, like just mm -hmm. listened again to her catalog. I found out she started writing. Like there's a song on songs in a minor called butterflies that she wrote in at 14. Wow. She dropped okay, Songs yeah, in A yeah. minor at 20. She was 20 when Songs in A minor dropped, which mm. is crazy because that record when you won think about five that now, Grammys. When you, when you think about, like, you know, perspective, like an age and like, I was. That's insane. That is, that is Her crazy. debut record wins five Grammys and she's at 20, 20 years, years old. Because Stevie did songs. Well, Stevie's a whole different animal. But yeah. Songs in the Key of Life, she, he was 20. 
He's like twenty, and like I'm like I'm twenty six. I'm like I, I, I ain't, hang I, it up. I, I ain't, I ain't <laughs> done those. No, I ain't done those no right. songs in the key of life. Yeah. But that's a, but no, that's super interesting. Like yeah, like twenty years old. Twenty like, years that's... old. She had uh, Clive. She was signed to Capitol, I think. But mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah. So I I just studied her entire career. I found out when I found that out that she wrote that song at fourteen. I was like, that really just like put a fire under my. I yeah. could actually do this because yeah. I'm 13 at this point. I'm like, oh, let me go write a song <laughs> right quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of how I got into the production and songwriting. Again, my dad saw me taking an mm-hmm. interest. We went to the Guitar Center, picked mm-hmm. up a, what did we get? PreSonus, an audio box. Okay. And it came with the artist version of Studio One. So I was I came up in production on Studio One. Okay. And nobody ever uses Studio One except me. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Nobody ever uses it, but I love it. I mean, I was 14 when I started it, so that kind of tells you a little bit about its user-friendliness, you know, yeah. that a 14-year-old could figure it out. Um, but, yeah, that from there, that's when I started doing more of the production stuff because I was just like, man, she's doing it. I like, can I'm do, gonna it. do it. I can do it. Alicia so. Keys is one of those dream people on the list of like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, like, as ta- like to get on here. Oh yeah, to get on bro. Here. What? I'm like that would be now. Uh, she is somebody that's really like she's super cold. Like class, she's classically trained. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like the real deal. You know how people say they play keys, they don't really play, but she yeah, actually she plays. plays. So hey, Alicia Keys, if you want to be a guest on Yo. the Major Keys podcast, you know we can hop on a Zoom or you can come to Atlanta. You know, hey, Pull up. but the door is open. <laughs> the door is the door open. is open. She's- Stay tuned for part two of this episode of the Major Keys podcast with my guest. Kennedy Avery.